1: Well, we have the awesome privilege of speaking with Charles Morris live. You hear him on Haven today, every weekday morning at 530 in the morning. And then you also hear his commentaries once a week. And so we're going to be talking revival. Good morning to you, Charles. Javi, good morning to you. And and uh, I am just startled because we just figured out that we were in Cuba together uh Within five feet of each other, and never met a few years ago, yes, it's a small world, this kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, wow.
0: It is well, Charles. Just let me tell you, I spend each and every morning five feet from Tabby. It's not that great. No, it's easy. <laughs> It's been life changing for him. We have such a wonderful time, just truly growing in Christ together. But there is this movement right now, Charles, that is kind of sweeping the country and has everybody curious as to what's going on. Give us your impressions. What's happening right now?
1: Well, let me just say this. This is my fifth day, I guess, in Wilmore, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And the public face of the revival has ended. There is a fence around Hughes Auditorium where this revival began. Uh, They're calling it an outpouring. They're a little nervous about using the word revival, so Asbury outpouring. And uh, and even during the weekend— Uh, There were police officers there because, I I mean, I hate to say this, but sometimes you get some, uh, well, okay, you can get some wacko people that show up at things like this. I'll just say that. I'll be blunt. Mm. And uh, so they have all the neighboring police departments. Wilmore is a two-stoplight town, and those two stoplights are at the same intersection. (laughs) So that tells you how small it is, 6,000 people. And they were getting 12,000 people a day coming in. And I would say 4,000 out of the 6,000 have something to do with either Asbury University or the the seminary, which is across the street. Um, But uh, I learned the backstory. I'm meeting a few minutes with uh, the—in just about an hour or so, I'm meeting with the president. Uh, I prayed with students well, the backstory is this. Yes, on February 8th, uh, one of the baseball coaches at the university was doing the message, a Jewish believer. And he gave the devotion message. And frankly, you know, you've got a student body of 1,700 students at the college, and most of them don't want to come, you know, mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, chapel, 10 a.m., Uh, This guy called his wife after he spoke and said, boy, I did the worst job I've ever done in my life. But there was this African-American choir that was singing that day. And then a few students, maybe a dozen, lingered. And then more lingered and more lingered and more started coming. And it just goes to show you, they're they're, one of the phrases they're using about uh, this is radical humility um, and so even though there are even right around Wilmore nearby Lexington's the biggest city there are uh, uh, there's a couple of I'll put evangelists in quotation marks that are trying to keep it going uh, they've really prayed hard this is a Gen Z thing it's obviously spread into Tennessee. I'm sure it's some campuses near you, Ohio. Damn. Uh I've got a list of other places uh all over. Uh but um this has the marks of a true revival. And 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 by that I'm going off the uh the little book that Jonathan Edwards at the First Great Awakening wrote on revival and the true marks of a revival. And um and of course, keep in mind, it wasn't too many miles from Wilmore and Asbury where the Second Great Awakening began uh, in the late 1790s, went on into maybe 1830s, and, uh, and that was Methodist circuit riders and Baptist farmers laying down their plows and picking up their Bibles and just preaching. That's how the Second Great Awakening started. So, uh, you know, the Edwards, Jonathan Edwards, sinners in the hands of an angry God, he said, true revival exalts Jesus. It always has real repentance from sin and change of life, a softness of hearts to the scriptures, preaching of the Bible with sound doctrine, and love to God and others. And I would say that describes this. And and what, what other one what other thing that I should say, I'm no physicist, but there are a couple of words. There's centrifugal and there's centripetal. Centrifugal is where you've got a force, well, let me centripetal is where you've got a force that's swirling and it moves inward. That's the wrong kind of revival. This is a true, has been a true work of the Lord, I think, in a very low key way, and it's centrifugal, which is a force. That starts on the inside, but then it spreads outside. Mm. So when they made the decision to stop having the services because they 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 had ran if 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 you were here, uh, there weren't enough bathrooms, you know, mm. uh, for all the people trying to come in. The one little tiny grocery store had run out of food. Uh, one of the students, I I prayed with the group of students on Saturday, seminary students who had been praying uh, since 2019 for God to send a revival, starting with them, mm-hmm. starting with their school, and moving beyond. So they've decided now they have kind of a slogan they're using since they've stopped the public events. And that, that is, it was come and see, but now it's go and tell. Mm. Whatever the Lord, and they're still trying to process this at this point. Uh, I'm trying to process this. Uh, But to be with those seminary students, and, and they have a famous New Testament scholar there, Craig Keener. He's been here 12 years. He's been praying for revival for 12 years with his wife. And they didn't really at the beginning, is this revival? Is this what's happening? And then it just began growing, 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 and then it just spread out and out and out. And uh, I don't think the the Lord is, is finished with whatever's happened to you. I think it's still going.
0: And Charles, I do have a question for you, and if you're listening and want to join us on Facebook Live, we're doing this on Facebook Live right now. Um, Charles, you know, the revival is kind of spreading across the country into college campuses, but I spoke with somebody on Friday who are, is saying, you know, I see revival moving, but I don't feel revival is, is coming to me. I feel like it's missed me, or maybe I'm missing something. How, how do we look at this outpouring of the Spirit if maybe it's seems to be touching everybody but me.
1: I think, Tom, we are living in a generation of doubting Thomases, and I think there are a lot of us who even call Christ Jesus Lord and Savior are doubting Thomases. And I think Gen Z, from which this outpouring began, is a generation of doubters. And, you know, they're in great numbers are leaving churches. Uh, the apathy of students, even at Asbury University, uh, they're required to go to chapel Monday, Wednesday, 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 Friday at 10 a.m. to 1045. They're out of there. Uh, but I think just being open, there's one word that they're using around here that I hadn't heard before. And that's radical humility. Uh, Even the students uh, that were praying, starting back in 2019, that I interviewed, didn't want their names used. They're not, uh, you know, there was no smoke machine lights. If you went into Hughes Auditorium, frankly, it's pretty drab. You know, it looks 19... Twenty nine or whatever it was when it was built. But let me let, 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 let just say, here's, here's kind of how it happened with... Uh, I was at the Free Methodist... Well, two things. This is very important to say. I guess I'm in my fifth day now uh, in Wilmore. Two things I haven't heard from anybody who was around this outpouring. I have heard no mention of politics, I have heard no mention of denominational differences. Mm. I heard the district superintendent of the Free Methodist, and Asbury, as as many of your listeners will know, is a a conservative Methodist school. Uh, I heard the district superintendent of the Free Methodist Church, large church north side of Wilmore, preach a most amazing sermon but then I went over after that service, and I went to the one black church in Wilmore. And I met with, uh, he got his doctorate from Liberty University, and, 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 and with both pastors, great time, great fellowship. But I went over and talked to him. He said, look, this thing, I was out of town when it started. We wanted to help. But he said, I was extremely skeptical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been taught to be skeptical. Well, that sounds like me. And uh, he said, we wanted to do our part to support these Gen Z students where if something was going on, we're at we're church here in the community just a few blocks away from the campuses. And so they were sending water, you know, bottled water over. They were driving out of town or Lexington, getting bottled water, dumping it off for all these thousands of people coming in. He went when he got back to town. He went one night and he said, "Here I was." He said, "I was this Baptist with folded arms
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, and and he said, "I probably had a very smug look on my face too, but a doubting look too and he said, "After about an hour, he said, "A man standing next to me tapped me on the shoulder, and it turned out to be a fellow pastor that he'd never met from Lexington, and the pastor said." I'm just here just to see what the Lord's doing. May I pray for you? And of course, who's going to who's who's going to refuse to be prayed for, mm-hmm. you know? Well, of course you can pray for me. The man prayed for him, the other pastor, and said, "Would you rekindle in my brother the fervor that he had for sharing the gospel when he first entered the ministry?" Mm. And little did know these two men that never met, little did, know, did that pastor from nearby Lexington know that that was the very same prayer that the Black Baptist pastor in Wilmore had been praying for the prayer a couple of weeks. He came back, was invited, and he... Join the prayer team with you know this is this is this is a conservative Methodist school you know they they haven't even told Methodists in this part of the world that Methodism went liberal you know <laughs> it, 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 they, they got a prayer altar up there but when I left the Black Pastors Church another pastor from Wilmore had shown up to have lunch. Uh, I was doing another interview, so I couldn't stay for lunch. But boy, did it smell good coming from the basement of that of, of that church! I wish I could have stayed. Uh, the Anglican pastor showed up. The conservative Reformed Presbyterian PCA pastor from the biggest church in Lexington—he came over and was impacted by this. So back to your question, Tom. Uh, I think this might be a good time for us to get out of our couch potato Christian cells and maybe just start praying with a brother or sister in the Lord or getting a collection of group and saying, Lord, in this post-COVID generation, whether we're old or whether we're Gen Z, what do you do? What do you want to do with us? We want to be a centrifugal force for the gospel. And so now, the slogan everyone was trying to come in, but now the slogan that they're putting out from Asbury College and Seminary is, "It was come and see, but now it's go and tell." And uh, I think that's a good slogan for all of us. And uh, yes, many people. I've heard reports of people being converted. Uh, But I think revival has typically started with those who are believers already and need to be rekindled. And then the spirit begins to move in the hearts of the unconverted. Mm -hmm. And that's happened here, too. And, of course, Satan always wants any kind of an outpouring to take a 90-degree turn or 180-degree turn or something. Some of that has happened here. I'm sure more will happen as it happens anywhere but, uh, Toby, you've been to Cuba just like me many times, and uh, Satan is prowling around all the time, and yet it's the greatest revival in the Western Hemisphere going on today. Mm. Well, may something come out of Wilmore, Kentucky, that will influence everybody listening right now. You just need to be open. Radical humility. Mm. Don't give your name. Don't be proud about what you've accomplished because you're nothing. You're weak. Christ is strong. And I think if we stay on our knees and join a few others on our knees, I think we can expect the Holy Spirit. And I mean that. Father, Son, Spirit, Holy Spirit, to do some mighty things in our lives. You know, he's not finished with us yet just because we live in the United States of America.